2: Yay! It's Tuesday. it's Tuesday. Hi. And it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley trainer. And uh, we will start today in the same way we start every show. With your mom? No, actually. Is that a new thing we're doing now? With the three things that we think you need to hear to be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203.
0: Give me three. You got
3: it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three.
0: That's the magic number. They're
3: going to be talking about three things. Yes, it is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Well, and here it is behind door number
2: no Well, the first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is uh, the beginning of the talk yesterday. The talk, of course, on CBS, hosted by, among others, um, Julie Chen the wife of Les Moonves, who was just forced out of his uh, job as the head of CBS on Sunday due to allegations of sexual misconduct. Julie is taking some time off of the show. Uh, and Sharon Osborne, on the kickoff of their ninth season, one of the other hosts talks about, kind of addresses a little bit the elephant in the room.
4: It's a kind of very bittersweet day for a season nine. Yay! um, We're about to talk about something that uh, affects everybody's lives here at CBS. And um, I've never been nervous in my life, but I'm kind of very nervous right now. Um, As you all know, Julie's husband is in the news and she's taking off Time to be with her family,
2: <laughs> so that is uh, Sharon Osborne explaining awkwardly that uh, because julie chen 's husband is quote in the news she 'll be taking some time off
3: well, and she does go into specifics, and we 'll talk about that in just a moment, but yeah. in so far as the awkward beginning, I mean you really could just feel a a palpable sense. Uh, with Sharon that she felt in uncomfortable territory and as you listen to the whole there's about a seven minute intro or seven or eight minutes or so where each of the hosts weighs in Mm -hmm. on this particular issue the issue of Les Moonves the issue of Julie Chen and this dance that you watch people do for people like us who are in the you know what do we call ourselves talkers we're talkers we talk about stuff Mm -hmm. and so as somebody who has a keen interest in how other people talk about things, I found this to be an incredibly fascinating seven or eight minutes of audio or video because you get to see these people in real time sort of deal with something that's happening. Like they're not just talking about the news, they're yeah. talking, they are the news, yeah. right? So, um, and you can feel it, you can hear it in her voice. Sharon Osborne is very uncomfortable. You also, she goes into this weird um, little. Thing about how um, they don't like nobody knows if the show is going to be around or if anyone's going to lose their job or if they're going to still be on the air and like she just is being very open about that whole entire process and so it, it, it to me it was just a fascinating look inside something real time that is affecting not just one or you know one individual in the form of Les Moonves but also several victims but an entire corporation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know what? To that end, let's move on to the next.
4: Behind door number two, let's see what we've got.
3: All right, so they go on. As I said, it was like eight minutes of them chatting. And you've got Sharon Osborne, you've got Sarah Gilbert, um, and the other two hosts. I apologize I don't watch the show, so I don't know them by heart. Uh, but the other two wonderful hosts, they all had very thoughtful things to say. But I did want to play the piece where... Sharon talks specifically about Les having a problem. Mm-hmm. Let's have a little listen to that.
4: I was asked a couple of months ago to make a statement supporting Leslie, which I felt I I was as diplomatic as I could be with the statement that I made. But now, after seven more women have come out, mm-hmm. the stories are so similar. The pattern is so similar mm-hmm. that for me he, it's not, it's he's not been convicted of any crime, but obviously the man has a problem and I-
3: So she goes on there and and veers into different parts of the conversation, but I think it was critical there. And it was I thought, although she maybe again, isn't saying things in the most eloquent way, because I honestly think she's just like dealing with it. Oh, gosh. Yeah.
2: How can you when you are like actually dealing with it in real time? Imagine if if
3: our boss was, you know, alleged to have done something in the Star Tribune, let's say, Mm -hmm. and we are forced to come on the air as that person has left the building. And
2: process it in real time because it is the news. We're
3: not going to pretend like something... I mean, it's totally not apples to apples. However, my point is, you can hear the, the just artful way in which she's discussing things. Um, But what I thought was refreshing is that she doesn't shy away from it. She says he clearly has a problem, even though she's bending over backwards to make all these caveats and benefits of the doubt, presumably because, again, she's in the middle of all of this and you don't know who's going to take over next. Holly, I think you mentioned this yesterday, something about um, when we were off air talking about how, You know, they're his supporters. That is, Les Moonves's people are still there.
2: Oh, Oh, sure.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons why Sharon Osbourne is so measured in her words. One of the reasons is because, and I think she spoke to this in that monologue or on the conversation on the talk, is that there might be a regime change at CBS. Some people, being loyal to Les Moonves, Sharon Osbourne knows where her bread is buttered, and so she wants to be careful not to uh, annoy...
2: Maybe the new people in power. Well, and some of that is evidenced by the fact that CBS is, has no intentions of um, of making any of their investigations public, right? And so clearly, there's a move there to kind of keep things as close as they can inside. Because, to your point, the infrastructure that was there that supported somebody who who uh, was a serial, you know, sexual misconductor. um, I don't know what else to call him. A gross Uh, human. Yeah. uh, The infrastructure is still still remains.
3: Yeah. And so, uh, again, it's in real time. You're seeing these people try to deal with what their future is uh, in a very uncertain time and place. And they don't know. You know, it's very easy to know, like, again, where your bread is buttered and who you're trying to. I, I would imagine anyway, in that position, you're trying to you know toe the party line if you will in terms of what what is expected of you to go out on that stage however you can't deny what's also right in front of you so at the very same time you're trying to balance this and frankly I don't think they did a bad job I mean we could go on and play you know even more um uh, uh, pieces of that interview because each or not interview but that that uh discussion that the girls had the women had on the talk you could hear each one of them approached this in very different ways. Sarah Gilbert, obviously, um, is she an executive producer for yes, the talk? She is. Yeah. yeah, So she's coming at it, I'm sure, from like a "oh my god, we have to keep this ship afloat" mm-hmm. point of view. Um, you know, one of the other hosts uh, brought in spirituality, her own spirituality, to this moment, and how important that was for her. Um, it was, it was just a riveting piece of TV that I would normally... That's a show I don't watch.
2: Right, and who would have thought, And we would right? poke fun at most Absolutely, days. Absolutely, and
3: did. But because of its place in in this story, it mm-hmm. suddenly becomes a, a window into something that otherwise all we're reading about is from people like Ronan Farrell. And
2: before we move on, I mean, the other piece that you have to weigh against all of it is that their colleague, Julie Chen, is smack dab in the center of the story as well. And they probably have had... Perhaps have had off-air conversations with her, and they're trying to be careful to not, you know, um, to not...
3: Well, you don't want to be a part of the story, right? Exactly. So they don't want to say or do the wrong thing that somehow affects her or her right. livelihood or right and yeah. if
2: and if they are a confidant of hers you don't want to say something that you know just from by virtue of being fr- i mean there are plenty of things bradley that you and i know about each other because we have shared space in the way we've shared space for six years that we kind of know our boundaries right that that neither of us is going to divulge about the other person you know so there's this piece where they're kind of dancing around that as well in yeah. protection of her and Boy, I do not envy them. But uh, to your point, it was a fascinating, a fascinating moment.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And um, insofar as Julie Chen is concerned, I mean, we can't not um, just point out that there's a little, mm, you know, everybody's quick to be like, well, this is not her issue, blah, blah, blah. But it is unique, right? Because she is an employee of CBS and she is the wife currently of Mm -hmm. the man who has just left his job for sexually assaulting. Um, and physically assaulting several women over a period of decades. So you can't totally divorce the two, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. And particularly in the announcement that she made that she was going to take a few days to be with her family, but looked forward to coming back to Big Brother on Thursday, it's obvious that she's not going to do the thing that requires her to talk about this story, right? the the talk, mm-hmm. but she will do the thing that's completely You know, um, pre-produced, just read the lines, read the lines for Big Brother. So can you imagine showing up in that building? Well, I just can't imagine showing up. I mean, you know, from a place of not sympathy, but empathy, perhaps um, you you feel for her or maybe not empathy, maybe sympathy is what I'm trying to say. But you you can you can feel that there is probably a lot of emotion and Mm -hmm. tension and, you know, Like, just walking into a room at CBS, if you're Julie Chen, is probably not a comfortable thing.
2: No, Yeah, nor (laughs) nor is it probably for the people who are, you know, awaiting her arrival. You know what I'm saying? So, moving on. Here's what we have for you behind door number three.
3: Well, in other good news, there's a hurricane brewing. Or as they say in the Golden Girls... A coming. Um, so the there is a hurricane. It's Hurricane Florence. Let's listen to a little bit of the description by one reporter on the ground. Um, I tried to pick a chunk because I thought we should talk about the story of the coverage that today did with um what's his name? The the weather guy over on today. Al Roker. Roker, thank you. The guy with the thing. Yes, that story. That's mm-hmm. all I ever think about the White when House? I think of Al Roker. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, look it up. There's one of the reporters that he was uh, he threw the story to. I didn't want to play his chunk because it was all visual. um, But you'll hear this reporter who is right there sort of at what, for all intents and purposes, could be ground zero as Florence prepares to come ashore. Well, good morning, Al. It's beautiful this morning, but, you know, the
2: roads are going to be packed today. There's expected to be more than a million tourists and residents evacuating under those mandatory evacuation orders. That is the largest peacetime evacuation that we've seen in our country. Hurricane Florence is a storm that even hurricane veterans who have been through dozens of decades of hurricanes recognize that it will change this beautiful beachfront landscape. And as you just noted, the impacts will be felt well inland.
3: And then the the report goes on, obviously, with the people that are impacted. But the the thing I noted about this storm as I was listening to coverage, and perhaps you felt the same, was that this is affecting a large swath of people in a way that maybe, you know, a hurricane that's hitting the tip of Florida or, you know, obviously damage is damage and Mm -hmm. a hurricane is a hurricane. But in this particular case, the cone of, uh, what do they call it? The cone of... um, Wherever the hurricane comes ashore, Mm -hmm. there's a a term for it is just so massive that so many different parts of the eastern seaboard from uh, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and then inland, of course, you know, Maryland and um, West Virginia and Mm -hmm. just so many places that are due to be impacted by Mm -hmm. this storm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and to his point, you know uh, that this is going to be an unseen, unheard of amount of people evacuating, and so just that's one million that's people, insane to get
3: your brain around mandatory evacuation. Yeah,
2: so that'll be the news today, and we'll continue to follow that when we come back. Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood. We'll follow that after this on My Talk One Hundred and Seven
3: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert
1: Download the new Bumble now.
2: Elizabeth Reese has brought really more dirt than we bargained for. Tons of dirt. Let's start with something kind of fun, shall we? Oh, can Les, we? Know? we need There's some a money. lot can of we like, please. Yeah,
5: it's a lot of heavy stuff. I've been talking a lot about Les Moonves and CBS, and you know, he left CBS. Mm-hmm. We don't know who is going to take his place. We're hoping that there are some pr- improvements made over at CBS. Right. Let's talk about Alex Trebek. Oh, let's do it. And his beard. He Why debuted. is everybody
3: so fascinated with Alex Trebek's dumb it's beard? It's very
5: funny. It's, um, you know, it's trending on Twitter. He is, <laughs> of course, 78 years old and the host of Jeopardy. He has returned for the game show's 35th season, wow. which kicked off yesterday. And he has a full beard. And um, he told few, uh, viewers that the future of his beard depends on them. He would like people to weigh in on his new look via social media. And um, so that's
3: why we're all talking. Sixty nine
5: percent of people in the first 10,000 votes had voted in favor of the Alex
3: wow. beard, beard, That's cute. Okay, that's cute. What, that's is, what is beard?
2: Listen, whatever. Like, I actually give him a little credit for, you know, coming up with a pretty low risk way to get people talking. I know, you yeah. know, just grow a little facial hair. Look at that. And I get like, you know, when you when you are used to seeing the same exact face in the same way. Yeah every day of your life for 34 seasons and then the 35th one kicks off and that face comes in looking a little different tv guys too all they want is a beard right tv guys want a beard because they are generally
5: prohibited from having Mm -hmm. a beard yeah
3: it's like they want the thing they can't have what's hilarious about that is not everybody can grow a beard that's true but men seem to think like many things that if they have it they can do it (laughs) I mean, you can mm-hmm. apply that to many. Things. Yeah,
5: mm-hmm. I you just can. did. Alex Trebek has been hosting Jeopardy since 1984. And in July, he made some headlines because he said that he may retire from the job when his contract expires in two years. Um, he, you know, at 78, I couldn't believe it. I've just read 78 like five times because look at the photo of him I with know. the beard. I mean, he looks so good. I know he does. He looks great.
3: And we were used to seeing him with a mustache, correct, for a long time? I think,
5: yeah. Yeah, he did for a long Mm -hmm. time. Casey Affleck saying his brother Ben is brave to go to rehab. You know, he told E, he's an alcoholic, he's in rehab, he's recovering, and I think it's very brave of him to take care of what he needs to take care of. I'm a little concerned about this rehab because he's still seeing this Playboy model girl who has that's been showing up. that's such a weird, up. who's 22, or well, she's been driving his a, car. And admittedly has house. her own
3: issues with alcohol, right? I remember reading something where she talked about being uh, young and stupid, and I think that was like within a year because she's still young. She's I was going to say, was, she, yeah. was this a,
2: a current assessment or was so. this...
3: I mean, it just feels like, you know, generally when you're going to rehab, you're going to say, hey, time out on relationships and complicated things.
2: Especially
5: a new relationship yeah. that was clearly happening mm-hmm. in the time that you weren't sober. Mm-hmm. Because and when he broke
2: up with Lindsay Shukas, yeah, he was... And drinking. was in close proximity to another complicated, longer term relationship, Truth. you know? Yeah. And also, I don't know, to me, the weirder part is the, the fact that he's been visiting home to meet with his trainer okay, and her and her. Yeah. That
3: doesn't Which seem just doesn't like feel everybody's thing. on their own journey, but True. that's probably uh-huh. just a lot of opportunity to not make good choices. I don't know that, good I don't know.
5: Ashley Benson has confirmed her romance with Cara Delevingne. We all knew that they were together. She, um, Ashley Benson is from pretty little liars. So if mm-hmm. you watch that show, you know who she is. She's darling. And she posted on Cara's Instagram, uh, this week and. <laughs>
3: but could you please say what she posted? I'm not going to say it. Why?
5: Because. Bradley can Mine. Yeah, mine. But then mine. she said, I can see your. Oh. And then put um, sushi. The sushi emojis.
3: <laughs> I don't.
5: Which I didn't know. I don't know. understand
3: what them. I mean, I know, but I. I didn't know
5: that that's what you would post, the sushi emoji for the hoo-ha. Do do people do that? And I just didn't know I don't,
3: but I don't spend a lot of time uh, emojiing the hoo-ha.
0: Holly has a a thought on this. Please speak, Holly. No, it just, you know, I'm using applied logic here and it Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. It does make sense.
3: But aren't there better sense makers with the emojis? Oh yeah, I mean, there's like a there's far
2: more creative uh, (laughs) ways (laughs) to display. But I mean,
3: like if you're doing the sushi thing, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. I
5: like the peach for the butt. I think that's so cute. That's just for the longest time. I thought the peach
3: was the hoo ha. No. I know it's not and have long since it's learned. Been a
5: while, Are you clear on what the eggplant is? Do you need help <laughs> with anything
3: else? Oh am I, Elizabeth. Oh am I.
5: Oh man. Uh Justin Bieber's former neighbor, you know, they're in this big fight. This is the neighbor that's um, the egg neighbor? This is the egg neighbor, thank you. Yes. That the Biebs egged his house. Well, apparently Bieber says that this former neighbor was running a secret porn company. So take that. Uh-huh. Um. Oh
3: gosh! I yeah, most porn to... companies is a secret. At least you know.
5: I don't know, but the guy got eighty thousand dollars to repair the damage to his home from the egging incident. Wow! All
2: right. Well, hey, we need a caller to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge: <laughs> six five one six four one one zero oh, seven one. Thirty seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right, you'll win a prize. Thanks, Elizabeth. 30 seconds to answer 5 pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we call this fun hey. game our 30 second pop culture
3: challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. playing
2: today? We've got Gary on the line. And Bradley, what is Gary playing for today?
3: Gary is playing for a wonderful gift, and I'm so excited to tell him what that gift is. Gary, are you ready to learn what that gift is? I hope it's shared tickets. Well... (laughs)
2: Close. I shouldn't
3: have laughed like that Close, it's a pair of run of engagement movie passes To see A Simple Favor Starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively Coming to theaters September 14th So, basically share Okay, the timer will begin after I ask the first question Here we go Diana Prince is the alter ego Of which superhero? Wonder Woman The Upside Down is an alternative dimension In what TV show? I don't know Kim Kardashian started as the assistant to which celebrity? Our uh, Kelly guy. Nope. I don't know that one either. Who is Kermit the Frog's girlfriend? Miss Piggy. Who is Justin Bieber's fiance?
4: Oh, Haley Baldwin.
3: I- Oh, Gary. Still two to go, Gary. I'm Gear. so
2: sorry you didn't get all of those answers correct. You can try again tomorrow. We play it every day. Feel like the 30-second pop culture I feel challenge. Like we've talked
3: to Gary before. I feel so. like we have two. Try again, Gary. You might get there. Yeah. Um, that rhymed. Okay, let's go back to the questions that he did not get yet. Uh, the Upside Down is an alternate dimension. In what TV show? Stranger Things. And uh, Kim Kardashian started as the assistant to which celebrity? Paris Hilton. Indeed.
2: Uh, All right. You can try again tomorrow. 30-second pop culture challenge. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And then when we finish that up, we like to solve some mysteries. And we Mm. do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Hot and
0: fresh blind items just for you from net. The first one has to do with a former A-plus list singer who has burned a lot of bridges. Ooh, fun. A former A-plus list singer who has burned a lot of bridges, the subject of this blind item. Two or three bottles of wine and donuts are the current daily regime for this former regimen. For this former A-plus list singer who has burned so many bridges that I'm not sure she'll ever have a successful record again or... Get another shot at any kind of network talent
2: show. Oh, is this a Katy Perry experience? Uh,
3: huh? um, so if it's a reality competition, is it a, is it a Gwen Stefani? Uh, no,
0: think of somebody else
3: okay okay like, i mean uh, generally speaking if i didn't get the right answer i should think of someone no. else but what do you mean specifically
0: well there's another female singer who has been a judge on reality competition series in the past and she also just released a record oh
3: mel b N- oh
0: no no, no 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 <laughs> uh, uh somebody who used to be a superstar now she's uh you know i don't know if you would call her a superstar anymore she used to be the rival of one britney spears Oh, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Uh. Now, I will say that Katy Perry was also bantered about. Okay in this blind item. I don't item. feel like
3: she burned any bridges though. So I mean, the, just with Taylor Swift. Just um, read the blind item yeah. and let's figure that out.
0: Two or three bottles of wine and donuts are the current daily regimen for Katy Perry or Christina Aguilera. Uh, that person has burned many bridges, so I'm not sure she will ever have a successful record again or get another shot at any kind of network talent show. Ugh.
3: So, How I, has Christina burnt bridges?
0: I'm not sure, but I know that a lot of people
2: didn't really care for her last album. and Right. And, you know, she, I mean, I don't know about Burning Bridges, but she and uh, Adam Levine never got along on the set. Uh, and they tried to play that up like it was kind of a brother-sister kind of... Joke? Yeah, and I want to say that there was an interview that Christina Aguilera
0: did earlier this year when she was out promoting her new record that kind of threw the voice under the bus. Mm. I might be speaking out of school, so it could be either of these people. Mm-hmm. We don't know. That's why it's fun, because it's yes. Blind Item. We're just gossiping here. Interesting. <laughs> All
2: right. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Blinded by the
0: uh, There are three people. Woof. Who are, I know, three people involved in this next blind item, but it's a fun one. So okay. The first, yes. The first person we need to think about is an a list, mostly movie actress, who has also been doing TV as of late. So think of that person, number one. The second person is a foreign-born A-minus list, mostly movie actor from two separate huge franchises. That's your second person. Okay. The third person is a B-plus list actress who is a celebrity offspring of someone higher on the list. Okay. So three people. Wait, say
3: that last one again.
0: B-plus list actress. She's a celebrity offspring, so it's a woman. Okay. And uh, her off, or er, her relation is higher on the list than this person. Okay. So Got think it. about that. So, so, okay.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This A-plus list, mostly movie actress, who has also been doing some television as of late, was telling a story about when she was in between husbands and and she hooked up with this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actor from two separate huge franchises. She says that she only had sex with him one time because he smelled of booze and cigarettes, and it was on her and her bedding to the point that she bought all new bedding. At, that, at that point, this B-plus list actress, who is a celebrity offspring of someone higher on the list, chimed in and said, quote, I had to move after a week of sex with him because the smell was so oh.
2: overpowering. <laughs> who's stanky wow. foreign born Wh-
3: stank machine
2: yes a minus list from two separate huge franchises oh, is it?
3: Is it um it's not a huge jackman no uh. wow
2: that would be an interesting i would have been here for well, that i mean story. it kind of
3: runs counter to some other blind items but right uh, exactly what we know to, what i can smell to be true mm-hmm. um 4. younger than uh 4.4 that 4.4 guy so list. is it a young buck
0: well, I would say this person now must be in their mid to late 30s at this point.
3: Is it Orlando Bloom?
2: Oh, oh stinky! Is she? Is she? So was the,
3: uh, was the, was the Katy Perry the... Oh, no, wait, no, it's an
2: A-plus-less mostly movie actress who's been doing some television of as late. of late. And I, is, um, I'm going to say, hold on a second. Um, she was in between husbands, though. So this person is married. Um yes.
3: And this should be obvious to us?
2: Uh, fairly.
3: <sighs> Kirstie um, Allen?
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> <We're kidding>.
3: no. <laughs> uh, um,
0: uh, this person is very big household name.
3: Who's on TV?
2: And she's been married <gasps> twice. Oh, oh, Nicole Kidman?
3: Yes. Uh, no. That's what I
2: was thinking. Oh. Think of her co-star. Oh, Reese Witherspoon? Reese
3: Witherspoon?
2: Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, between husbands. Okay, and then the B-plus list actress, who's a celebrity... Who's... Is it uh, Zoe Kravitz? Ew. That makes perfect sense. Please go back and fill in the blanks.
0: Yes. Reese Witherspoon was telling a story about when she was in between husbands and she hooked up with Orlando Bloom. Reese says that she only had sex with Orlando once because he smelled of booze and cigarettes and it was on her and her bedding to the point that she bought all new bedding. And at that point, Zoe Kravitz... uh, Chimed in on the story and said, quote, I had to move after a week of sex with Orlando because the smell was so overpowering. Wow.
3: Gross.
2: Ishy. Just coming out
0: of the pores. Icky. Yucky. Yuck. Okay.
3: Who knew? It stinks. But it's not like a B.O. stink. It's like cigarettes and It's a and cigarette booze. and booze stink. It's
0: like when you go and eat a lot of garlic and then you work out and it just comes out of your pores. Except mm-hmm. with Orlando, it was booze and cigarettes. Eck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That nice. is
2: a gross, gross combo uh, to to be like steeped in at all times. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. One more?
0: hmm by the idol. Now, this one is a big mystery, mystery, exactly, but you'll be able to, I pretty much think you'll be able to get one person and then the other person will only be able to speculate about because there's no one person uh, whose identity it points to in this blank item. Anyways, so we have to think of a Disgrace Network Executive. Yeah, And that was easy. yeah, and then also a former singing reality star turned free, frequent reality show participant. So that's the second person mm-hmm. in this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. dot net. If you are this disgraced network executive. You probably should write a really big check to this former singing reality star turned frequent reality show participant. She got the jobs because of him. Now that he can't pull those strings for her, she wants a very big check, or you can believe she's going to do some talking about every single time they hooked up. And give details. Ooh. So is it a less? Yes, a less. <sighs> and is it Julie
3: Chen? Oh
2: my <laughs> gosh! Well, no, I because I don't think she.
3: She's not it, much so, of a singer. She doesn't sing.
2: Yeah. So. So this is somebody who's a former singing reality star turned frequent reality show participant. Uh, yeah, and Kelly
3: Clarkson. Uh,
2: no, I don't think so. She's is she not being bandied uh, about? No, she's not.
0: Uh,
3: Underpants. Carrie Underwood. She doesn't really participate, though.
0: Yeah. You know, Uh, I will will tell you now. I'll mm -hmm. just, well, say who you're going to say. I was going to say, like, a Catherine McPhee. No. Okay. Uh. This
1: episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
0: Some people in the comments section of crazy said Aubrey O'Day, who was oh. on Making the Band, mm-hmm. which was a show on MTV, which Les Moonves was, of course, involved with MTV uh. as the CEO of CBS Viacom. OK, back in the day when that show first aired. So we shall see. Well, it's interesting.
3: Not, you know. OK, so here's the other layer of a lot of these. Just really quickly. If you think about Les Moonves, it's not just the sexual assault stories that, you know, obviously that's illegal and Horrible, mm-hmm. But I imagine there are a whole list or a whole um, retinue of of ladies that have crossed paths with less over the years, because, I mean, one thing we do know is that he's willing to cheat on his spouse. Well, yeah, evidenced because by his Julie wife, Chen. Julie Chen, yeah. he
2: married two days after his divorce was final from his first wife yeah. or other wife, I should say.
3: Yeah. So I'm just saying, be prepared for more stories like these mm-hmm. to come out.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, there's yeah. more, but we'll what? talk about it later. What? No, I, it'll, it'll all happen later. Oh, Don't. Okay. It's not to okay. worry right. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, there's been a feud brewing, and uh, yeah, no, it just actually exploded. Say, there's been a up. feud explosion between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, and uh, Nicki was talking all about it on her Queen radio. We're going to hear, I think, what she has to say, right? Were we able to accomplish what we needed to accomplish? Uh, we have
3: to check, but I'm assuming
2: we have the clip. Okay, good. We just had to get we had to scrub some words out of it. We'll be listening to that clip after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on my Talk 107.1. Oh, Nikki Minaj and Cardi B, get in your corners. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on my Talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer and uh these two uh suffice it to say are not getting along right Bradley No
3: not only are they not getting to long uh, not getting along we're now talking about um what happened after the infamous now infamous shoe throwing incident where Cardi B threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj this all stemmed from a beef apparently uh Nikki was saying something about Cardi's family implied something about her child that set Cardi B off Cardi B threw a shoe she says she would not change a thing she would chuck another shoe at her uh, if she were in the same situation blah 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 but then I'm over here like is this just people trying to get attention well then I was listening to a little uh, chunk of Nicki Minaj who by the way just released an album and she now has this thing called Queen Radio I think it's through Apple Radio Mm -hmm. and um, I I was listening to a segment where she addresses this and she goes off on cardi b and there's going to be a lot of beepage because she doesn't know how to speak without swearing every five seconds mm-hmm. and it's just delightful again this is Nicki minaj uh responding to cardi b and she actually well just listen we'll talk
4: you're angry and you're sad and i really this is not funny and this is not about attacking this is about get this woman some help this woman is at the best stage in her career, and she's out here throwing bottles and throwing shoes. Who the fuck is gonna give her a nickel intervention? Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit! <laughs> you nigga don't care sombi- until somebody is and dead. You nigga just want somebody to niggas die until y'all stop. Until y'all stop this bullish laughing at this shit, shit nigga funny. You put your hands on certain people, you going to die. Period.
3: <laughs> she oh ends by gosh. yelling period, which we had a good laugh this morning because we thought she was saying Perrier and she was just saying Perrier. <laughs> Not, well, like, you know, let's listen to it. Can we listen to the Perrier part? Uh, listen, you're going to hear Perrier. Hold on a I second. guarantee you. Uh,
4: here we go. This is let's... Nicki
3: Minaj again yelling at Cardi B.
4: See, it sounds
3: <laughs> like you say Perrier. Perrier! Hey. Anyway, oh my um, so that's Nicki Minaj, and it sounded like an episode of Twin Peaks. I well, apologize. I was trying very... The I was like was, it feels our like a, good friend Rocco it's a different language. Did the, he, like, reversed the naughty words. So it was uh-huh. like, I'm telling... So anyway... Wow,
0: Mom, wow.
3: Wow. <laughs> she was Thanks, Bob. What she was doing there uh, was going off on, on Cardi B, but, but it was the thing that she says at the end that's, like, a little... Disturbing, like she's gonna get herself you touch killed. The
2: wrong person. You put your hands on the wrong person, and you will get yourself killed.
3: Yeah, she Ooh, will die. That so, a little bit anyway. A threat. Yeah, I mean, maybe. And I, but again, you wonder how much of this is just like they both know that this is good for them.
2: Well, and you know, t- I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it is good for them in the sense that you we're know we're talking, talking about them. them. Nicki Minaj, I don't know. She makes a good point. Like Cardi B has kind of brought herself into this, like a whole new realm. You know, when you hear her talk about what her life was like, her upbringing was like, um, and she's been very open about her involvement with gangs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now here she is. She is at the height of her career. She's, you know, you cannot if you if you're flipping through radio stations, you're going to land on Cardi B. At some point, you know, during your day, she's got a lot of stuff out there. Um, Is this really behavior that's becoming of of anybody? But, you know, is that what you expect from somebody who has earned their their place?
3: But I think a lot of people think she hasn't earned her place. And you you see a lot of pushback again. I am not deep in the Cardi B and Nicki Minaj world. Um, I'd like to be because I kind of feel like it would be really uh crazy i'd like you'd to like watch to, from a distance i was gonna say
2: you'd like to be behind you know a <clears throat> I'd plate like glass window at
3: the you know at the party but um have my foot like close to the door so mm-hmm. that i can run at a moment's notice but um <clears throat> my point is that um i think the the it it seems as though the feedback for cardi b is that who do you think you are coming out of nowhere trying to be something mm-hmm. you know calling yourself a queen is didn't you do that at the vmas like called herself the queen. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And can I also just say, of Nicki Minaj, she's very yelly. That's just there was a lot of yelling. Well, I just I mean she's trying just, to make a point. I know, but she's been doing a lot of yelling lately. I feel like <laughs> just I want her to oh, like Nicki,
3: please don't I yell. I just want her to like it's your her,
2: inside voice, I want her to no. meditate a little bit, maybe find a place of zen within her. Uh, speaking of finding a place of zen, we are going to be doing just that. I have a feeling during Project Down and Dirty, trying to find our own places of zen. But the good news is tomorrow. No, sorry, Thursday morning at nine a.m. People are going to lose their chill because that is when tickets go on sale for Project Down and Dirty comedy. Uh, this is happening at Mystic Lake on October 5th. All of your favorite My Talk hosts are going to be trying our hand at a little improv comedy, perhaps a little stand-up, and you can be a part of it just by buying tickets. And those go on sale again on Thursday at 9 a.m. Do you do you have the information in front of you, Bradley? Do you want to tell people what they need to know?
3: Uh, well, I can just tell you um, I don't have the specific okay. ticket information, but I know, um, as you just said, tickets go on sale at 9 a.m. Uh, there's VIP tickets and a regular admission ticket. The VIP tickets are $75, correct? correct. Yep, and, and, and- Yep. Go ahead. And the general admission ticket is thirty five dollars. Um, what I don't have, and what I'm sure you can tell us, is what the VIP ticket will get you.
2: Yep. So this is there's a new addition to the uh, the package. The VIP ticket will include tickets to the reunion show, which is always kind of a fun little moment to see what really was happening behind the scenes. We will dish all the dirt. We will be no doubt exhausted Mm -hmm. as we all sit around and talk about what actually happened that maybe you didn't hear on the radio. Uh, Plus, with those VIP tickets, you get the premium seats for the comedy show in the first three rows. Also, you will get to take part in a meet and greet with the hosts on stage after the performance. So we'll be spending an hour on the stage kind of, uh, you know, spending time with the VIP ticket holders. And again, those are $75. Right The general admission tickets are $35, which is like a totally fun, affordable evening to come and see some moderate comedy.
3: Sell it. Um, All proceeds, by the way, benefit Tubman, Gilda's Club, Smile Network, and our own charity, Stevie Ray's Skills for Life. Thursday at 9 a.m., mytalk1071.com, keyword comedy. That's all you need to know.
2: That is all you need to know. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Penn Badgley, who you may remember from the TV show Gossip Girl, has uh, gained some focus for using the word molested when he talks about how he was treated by some Gossip Girl fans Um, I want to talk about it though because he's actually making a really interesting point we'll tell you about